everybody. Welcome to the Three Geeks podcast. Everybody is awake-ish, it looks like. Um, it was a struggle today. It was 15 minutes. I, I woke up 15 minutes ago. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Dude, I wish. I wish I was able you're to sleep. Max. What are you talking about? I think he's eating. Yeah, yeah. I just got done cooking breakfast. I'm just like, <laughs> like happily going through my morning, taking my time, fucking feeling good. How are you guys doing? Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it feels like a Monday. It does feel like a Monday, like so bad. But um, I just got over vacation. That was fun. We just had a bunch of holidays. That was fun. Uh, did anybody get anything super exciting during their uh, Christmas break? Um, um, I didn't do anything super exciting, but uh, I did receive like five pairs of socks for, for Christmas, and I realized that I'm officially an adult because I could not have been more happy to receive socks. I was like, oh my god, this is the greatest gift ever! Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was like, okay, now, now I'm officially old because I really enjoyed the gift of socks, right? Same day on my birthday. I was like, I want socks. I'm running out. <laughs> <laughs> um, over break, I I mean, I got LASIK, which was a lot of fun. So that's why no glasses. Yeah, no glasses. But uh, yeah, that's a terrifying process, by the way. If anyone wants to get LASIK, don't listen to me. But like, it was, it's 15 minutes of just a very interesting. It didn't hurt. Very interesting. <laughs> Interesting how, like, like, uh, take us through. Well, like, it's, it's 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 creepy. It's very sci-fi, right? Like they they like they vice grip your eyeball. They put like a suction cup on it. Like it's a whole, like it'll give you some anxiety for sure. They gave me two stress balls that I just had like a death grip on for like the whole time. And they they check your blood pressure, and make sure you're not going to cardiac arrest. I think while you're <laughs> while you're going through it, but it's very fast. So it's it's 15 minutes of being uncomfortable, but it doesn't hurt. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, speaking of cardiac arrest, uh, that was a pretty interesting thing of the Sports Nerds Fantasy Football League of Justice. Oh, yeah, Dev Hamlin, right? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, poor guy, you know, freaking yeah. has a heart attack on the field. <laughs> and, uh, like, you know, he's 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 uh, awake. He's breathing on his own. He's talking now. So, you know, all our you know, thoughts and prayers, all that bullshit fucking for that guy. Get better, get better, bro. Um, but uh, yeah, it was you know it's interesting. So like, Jason finally makes the finals, and some dude has a heart attack on the field. Ends and, his career, and, and now I think we're we're gonna do co-winner because the other play like Jason didn't have any players in that game, or maybe one. Mm-hmm. But my best player was in that game. Yeah, freaking the other guy had four. Oh, <laughs> and, let me ask. Like, as a question, I, I I agree. I think there should be a tie. I don't think I should win that way. But uh, as a general question, what is the difference between that and like an injury? Because let's say those four players were injured in the game, the game would continue as is. Correct? Yeah, yeah. But they like the, the difference, is, the difference yeah. is they weren't injured <laughs> and they weren't allowed to play in a game that they, that they could have. So like okay. that, that's the difference I think is that the potential is still I, I did read because Yahoo fans gave you some options right they like you could just do the, the average over the course of the past four weeks or however you wanted to do it just of those players and see who wins that way like Jason gets the average of his guy and the four players there get the average of their you know what I mean yeah like assume that they're gonna roughly do what they have been doing 
Right. I think Jason would have lost the game in that. <laughs> it would have been um, close because my dude was doing really well, but I, his dudes yeah, were doing Yeah, but well, his too. four dudes were also doing very well. <laughs> hey, he won the championship. I imagine they're doing good. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think I think what we're going to do is just uh, give it to – award it to both of them, and uh, we'll – you know, we'll let Jason have the trophy for a little while, and we'll let uh, let the other guy have the trophy for a little while. But uh, all right, we I'm just going cut to. It in half. I guess we could cut it in half, but I don't. I don't want to do that. Naturally, <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just, just like let's figure this. Out. <laughs> all right, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to get off of here and and go up to my computer and and do what I'm actually supposed to be doing. So. All right, just, Justin, Max, and Liz got me this. Oh, that's cool. Oh, my God, dude. It is super sweet. I haven't yeah, opened I, it yet, of course. It's in the box, and I get to just stare at the box. I'm going <laughs> to open it. You should I'm buy it from the, the side and just learn that little jig, and just, like, whenever you want to look at it, just, like, summon the Zord. Well, I mean, but when you think <laughs> about it, though, it, it's not really authentically playing it unless you're wearing a helmet while you play it. The, even yeah. as a child, I thought, like, how is he doing that? Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm like, it's a metal face mask. Like, <laughs> yeah, and if you ever bed. played any instrument at all, you're like, this does not work. <laughs> this does not work. All right, I'll be right back. All right. Cool. Yeah, so uh, I got that. I, I'm trying to find a good place I can display it where Riley's not going to eat it. <laughs> Because that is super cool. And then I had to go with the Power Rangers shirt they got me for my birthday. So it's perfect. I'm just going to go around Comic Con playing that. Do, 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 do. <laughs> you should. It makes sense. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, we, we haven't been live in quite some time. Uh, you said know, you watched the it. menu, right? What? You said you watched the menu? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love the menu. Menu was so good. Oh, so good. It was on HBO Max. So I caught it. And, uh, it is like uh, it's really hard to describe what kind of movie this is. It's a um, definitely a suspense thriller. I would say it's not a it's horror. Comedy movie. to me, I, I laughed quite a bit. Did you? Because I I didn't see the comedy until the end, and then I started to see the comedy because it's it's essentially like a spoof of like a Jordan. Yeah, Rand it's on the nose, right? It's yeah. If if you ever worked, I I, I, don't, I think you. I mean, you worked in retail, so you, you worked in the service industry. I mean. To me, it's just a comical view of that, right? You have like different versions of your shittiest customer just kind of in that room and being served by the, the best chef in the world, right? Or one of them. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. Uh, Anya oh Taylor Joy just continues to surprise me and her performances and role picking. And John Leguizamo is in like everything. I know. Year. He really popped up. Yeah. I had the same thought when I was in the theater watching. I was like, man, he's in everything now, which is great. I like him. I did. I liked him a lot in this movie, and um, I love the absurdity of some of the 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 meals that they had and the, yeah. the the show that they were kind of putting on throughout the. And man, Ray Fiennes is fantastic. Yeah, not that anybody needs to know that. I'm sure everybody already knows how great Ray Fiennes is, but uh, yeah, yeah he just great. he came to play, and every everybody in this movie did so good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They all represent a certain caricature you would expect in those kind of restaurants. Minus maybe Anya Taylor Joy, yeah, yeah. Which I think that was by design, right? I think it was supposed to show like how crappy these people can be. But yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I would encourage folks to, to watch, especially if you were ever a waiter in a restaurant. I imagine you get some some interesting joy out of that that movie. 
Yeah, and some of the absurdity, like even the ending. I love the ending so mm -hmm. much. I, I I don't fully understand. Like I, yes, I do because she kind of um, mild spoiler alert. She kind of threw them off their rhythm, which was kind of like the whole point of everything was okay. We're gonna do this by the way that people usually expect us to do this, and then. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. also, I think it was very like they weren't trying to punish people that didn't need to be punished. Which I, don't, I don't think it's too much of a spoiler. So it's just like they they didn't know anything about her. So how are they gonna know if she she deserves to be in that room or not? Type of deal. Yeah, but great flick. Um, four and a half out of five is what I would rate it. Yeah. I had such a good time watching it. It might even be closer to a five because I honestly can't think of any reason why I would. Any negatives that I would point out that, you know, were kind of glowing, but it's a really good movie. Mm -hmm. HBO Max, free if you guys own the subscription. Did you watch Violent Night, also starring John oh, Leguizamo? I sure did, and it was great. <laughs> I, oh I, my love, God, I love crazy Santa Claus. <laughs> no, man, it it took literally Die Hard was like a good... Home Alone uh, and Die Hard. Three fourths of that movie, and then in the final fourth, it became more like a cross between Home Alone and Die Hard. And all of the Home Alone sequences in this movie are like they're so good. And again, John Leguizamo from the menu is in this movie. And John, like, I think oh, John Leguizamo is from Super Mario Brothers. As the Mario Brothers movie, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's where he's from. He's not from anything else. He's <laughs> well, we just cast him. We just talked the menu. He's not from the menu. No, it's pulling them together. But we're not ever going to let him. We're not ever going to let him forget that he was in Super Mario Brothers. The movie. He was in something else this year, wasn't he? No. Just Super Mario. I don't know why you're missing this. I'm sure he was. Yeah, he works. John Wick was on the worst. He's been in John Wick. Like, I mean, come on. Well, until recently, I had not seen him in anything that's like super great, but this is two good movies back to back that he was in. And uh, Violent Night is so much fun. Like, I can't express how good. And he's playing the actual Santa Claus. Like, it's not just a guy in a Santa suit, like in a bad Santa. And it's got elements of bad Santa mixed in in this movie as well. And he does so good in, in the role. John Leguizamo is, is Santa Claus? No, no, no. Oh, he's the villain. I was like, that's a. That's a take. Like I'm down for that. Like I just want to piss the world off. Like let's do that. No, it's David Arbor as uh, Santa Claus. Yeah, a hopper from um, Stranger Things. Yeah, 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 for sure. No, I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I thought he was Santa Claus, but I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I haven't seen the movie yet. And I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I was talking to some folks about that movie, and I mean, they said something I agree with. It's like. That Santa Claus movie makes me want to see like a prequel, how he became Santa Claus. Because he's like, this isn't really a spoiler. Like he has one flashback. He's like a Viking warrior. Like you just see him with that giant hammer just doing work. Like he's just like, oh, I want to see that movie. I think I think uh, David Arbor has got like this niche where he can play like the aging badass. You know, like where he's like he's, he's right in there right now. Like he's still got the good like bod and everything. But he can also kind of dad bot himself, you know, yeah. and he can get halfway between there and then just do work. Like I, I love that guy. Like uh in the uh the Black Widow movie, he plays uh, the Crimson whatever the fuck. Crimson yeah. Dynamo? No. Crimson Dynamo's a Iron Man knockoff or a fucking what's his name? Oh well, fuck it. Um but yeah, he's like right there. I love him. Oh yeah, he's very good. I, I wish 
he had gotten a better script for Hellboy because I really believed in him being Hellboy. Just yeah, not not a good script. Yeah, yeah, it just yeah, it didn't come together. It's I feel like it's it's hard to do a good Hellboy, and because uh, I didn't really even like the second one. Oh no, no, I'm not a huge fan of it. I thought it was too much CG and and a lot of spectacle for no reason. But, too much uh, Del Toro. <laughs> yeah, you know, like sometimes they let them they let them go a little crazy, but uh, yeah, it's 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 you know again like the first Hellboy I love, so mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's just hard to do a good Hellboy. It's nice to see you, hot take, Orlando. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> John Leguizamo for Santa Claus. Hot take I mean, Orlando. sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so. On, so, on pure, was, like, badass and fun, uh, the, it gets the same as the menu on that level. I loved Violent Night. It was a lot of fun. All right, guys, let's talk it, because we didn't have a chance to talk about it, and that is Avatar 2. We all three saw it together. Um, It is, I'm just going to get right out and say it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in the movie theater, hands down. Like, just the whole epicness from the score to the film to the look is good. And, yes, the story has been told before, but it's not like it's not an important story that we need to learn from. Like, it is something we should all take note of in this story, and... I just, wow. Like, I love the theater. Wow. And I, I wouldn't say I was a huge fan of the first one. Like, I liked it good enough, and I saw it, and I thought the spectacle was great, but I never had the urge to go back. Like, I can't wait to see Avatar 2 again in theaters. Uh, yeah, no, I, I freaking love this movie. I love the first one. I I am 100% down because, like, this is, this is what I keep talking about. Like, if you're going to spend so much money making these movies, like, why not just also make them good? Like uh, James Cameron, like never fails me. <laughs> um, and 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 obviously people go to see it, and people are like, "Oh, the story's boring." But everyone went to see it still. Like everyone fucking went to see it still. So, I, I, I like obviously like something's right here. Like I, I don't even see like <laughs> what your problem is. No, I I love it. I love the Avatar. Um, the whole deal i'm down for like the next five fucking movies <laughs> um but it's it's just really good very well done uh, and like you know like these people are like it's full cg and you still like you're still getting all the emotion from it you know you're still getting and i think that's another thing is where it's like people are like or how am i supposed to care about blue people but it's like you yeah. <laughs> you do yeah. <laughs> care about them a little taller it's fine <laughs> For sure. Yeah, don't don't be putting out there that blue lives don't matter because yes. when we get invaded by blue aliens, they're gonna see that footage and then they're gonna burn you at the stake. But no, the only the only negative I have with this movie is that once it's out on home video, a lot of like the long shots of like just swimming stuff isn't gonna translate so well to your home theater system. But uh, that's just a nitpick. Like, it's, like and it's every Avatar movie you're going to have, right? The first yeah. one didn't look as good on my TV as it did in the theater. Like, the 3D. No, no, I'm just, sure. there's a lot of, like, long shots where he's obviously just showing off, like, the, the technology and the beauty of the world. I'm just saying that that won't translate. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't feel like that's, like, that's just James Cameron, though. You know, like, he, he cannot help but be himself. And it's like, you see, like, this movie's got little bits of Titanic. 
It's got little bits of fucking like Terminator I Two in there. Titanic. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's got like yeah. Like, what does James Cameron love doing? Getting in submersibles and going underwater. So what do we see? Hey, fucking people swoon with whales. People in submersibles underwater. Like it's. I don't even think he can help himself. <laughs> I um. Has Jim Cameron made a bad film? No. I'm. I, ha- I refuse to believe he hasn't made a bad film. I'm sure there is a bad film. But I think I he made know. a bad film. Justin, we're not friends. Because like Terminator One, Terminator Two, I honestly have not seen True Lies, but I know that everybody. True Lies is it. amazing. <laughs> I love that movie. I was watching that movie the other day. <laughs> As an adult and not a teenager who just wants to hate Leonardo DiCaprio because all the women hate love Leonardo DiCaprio. Titanic, I even think is a great movie. Um, yeah, I mean, Avatar is great. Uh, like no, but I agree. It's such a beautiful world, and I, I, the three and a half hours to me personally, it went by pretty quickly. And I, as soon as I left the theater, I think I told Max, "It's like I want to see that again. I can't wait to go back and visit." And if you're not seeing it in 3D, you're not doing yourself a favor. And the de aging technology, I thought Sigourney Weaver was the only one playing young. But it was like Claire Danes playing one of the young people. Like it was all older people playing the young kids. And that just like blew my mind when I found that out later. Cause maybe you just gotta be blue aliens for that de-aging technology to work because it they sure as heck found a way to make it work in this. I agree. It's very sweet. Yeah, I loved um Sigourney Reaver's character. I liked her character more so in the second one than the first one, honestly. Max, you're muted. <laughs> he loves to talk. It's, it's a different character. <laughs> it's, it's not. I mean, like, yeah, she's Sigourney Weaver, but like, she's a, she's playing a different person in this one. <laughs> no, no, one hundred percent. It's almost like the the clone thing from Orphan Black, where Max and I would be like, yeah, that's the hot one, and that's the. But uh, <laughs> uh, she did so good. Like, like I said, they're all older actors, and you can't tell that any of them. Or older actors, like I didn't know until I went home and saw like a thing on it, and it's just... yeah, who, who's the dude who plays Jake Sully? I, I can never remember this fucking Worthington something. Um, Sam Worthington. The Sam one Worthington. That guy is the most vanilla fucking yeah. generic ass actor they could have found, and I, I'm still like, I'm like, all right, Sam, like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and again, it's like they. That's not telling stories that, you know, it's like, okay, a father wants to like take care of his family and, and, you know, but like it, he still comes across very, very well. And it's still very like captivating and very, you know, like you see, like he, they're all in it. And I think, yeah, everyone just did a really, really good job. Um, the kids whose names I can't remember are, are awesome. Um, little fucking dreadlock boy uh, is, is great. And I love how he just throws, he just throws Spider. a little dreadlock boy in there. Now that was a flex. That was a flex. He's like, oh, okay, like everything CG except for dreadlock boy, yeah. and, and, <laughs> and it all looks good. I like his name. Like I can't even remember his name He's in the Spider, movie, right? Yeah, sure, there you go. whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. His name matters. <laughs> My question is: um, Is Avatar the new Star Wars? And Star Wars is now like a constant thing is let's not go crazy yeah i mean they haven't had like the merchandising that star wars has right like they haven't gone i just meant uh must see 
film. Like, oh. it didn't, like it's something that you must go oh. see because it's already at two billion dollars. I mean, maybe. I mean, let's see how three does. But it's it's probably because there was a eleven year gap. Like, what in the world did we do for eleven years? Type of deal. But made technology better. Yeah, I mean, he definitely pushed forward CGI. I think. Uh, I mean, it, 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 like, it, what, like, what sucks to me is that, like, nobody really, nobody else really, like, hopped on board. You know, like, with the first Avatar movie, James Cameron was like, you can shoot in 3D. Like, this this is awesome. Like, and nobody else is ever just like, nah, it's still too expensive, James. Like, we're going to go this cheap route. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the oh, Jackass so guy is shot in 3D. For Jackass yeah. 3, it was shot with 3D cameras. Yeah. They used the technology. Giant they right after Avatar, they, they, were a couple, they used James Cameron's old shit. They didn't like get new shit. They're just like, okay, now that shit is eleven years old. We can afford it. Fucking, we're using those. Old crap. You can have yeah. that. You know, it's like it's like uh, South Park was used with the same computers they used on fucking Jurassic Park. Okay, <laughs> like literally. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Justin, I want to point out that I, I saw Max yesterday. I'm like, we're going to try to cuss less on the podcast starting tomorrow. And he's like, okay, okay. And then, like, he, I think it's more than he usually does. <laughs> he's excited. <laughs> that was the first one, wasn't it? <laughs> it's oh. like breathing to you. <laughs> that was the first one. I got one, don't I? <laughs> I did hear like not that you go on a tangent, but like, I was watching a video about other like YouTubers and stuff. Like apparently, like the first I don't know three or four minutes, if you say any curse words, you automatically demonetize your video. So that is a thing. Like, well, not being some type of thing that attracts curse words. What I said, we're working on monetization. Luckily, we're not there yet, but uh, hopefully soon. So <laughs> it's, it's it's more of a stricter policy because like, it was certain words before. Now it's like any any curse word outside of maybe like ass and damn. Like, even um, even uh, the the um, re with a tart at the end is also one that they flag you for. Like well, we should be scary. saying that in general, unless like, no, no, no. <laughs> we were watching. We did Matt talk yesterday, and that word was used in the episode from the eighties. And it's funny because I I know we've all probably used it back then. And um, to to watch Matlock and then to hear it with two thousand two ears, it felt jarring like yeah, hearing 2022 years <laughs> it's still jarring it's like sitting there watching like a, a movie with your mom that you know she doesn't want to watch with like all the swearing and stuff and you get uncomfortable like that's the uncomfortable feeling i felt mm. when i heard it it was just so weird because you know 20 years ago i wouldn't have thought twice and i should have but yeah that's neither here nor there we're talking avatar hey mike how you doing bud hey Sorry, I was having some internet connection issues, but okay, yeah. Happy New Year! Happy New Year to y'all. You get anything fun for the holidays? Uh, yeah, I got some fun stuff. I mean, usually these days I just get like new clothes and stuff like that from the folks, so that's always a treat. I, I love new clothes. I do love that's new outfits. Time I get new clothes is when my mom buys me new clothes, unless it's Comic Con like shirts. I gotta say, I got a kick-ass uh, Christmas gift from my dad this year. I got him like an autobiography uh, about David Bowie, but it's a graphic novel, and it's That's illustrated cool. by uh, what's his name, Mike Allred, the guy who does Mad Men. Okay. And he did like Ecstatics and things like that. So it's like a David Bowie like trippy graphic novel, but done in the style of like a Marvel comic or something. So. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So, what do you guys rate Avatar out of five? 
out of five, I'm I'm gonna give it a four. Uh, I again, they, like for a National Geographic documentary, that's also uh, like an action-packed family movie. Uh, yeah, I gotta give it a four out of five. Um, it just yeah, it's it's so wonderful. I, I I'm a huge fan of it. I am gonna give it the same thing I gave the menu, which is a four and a half. Just because of the spectacle. If when I watch it at home video, it's probably gonna drop it down to closer to what Max said. But just the experience of being in the theater, watching it with a bunch of people, and just the way it looks visually with the 3D and just everything, it's just it was stunning. And I wasn't bored at all during the movie. And I can't believe I'm gonna say this because I was not looking forward to Avatar 3. I cannot wait for the third movie and i heard they're gonna go more fire with it is he making the last airbender and we just don't know it yet no, it's not like they they wield the elements in, in like the airbender or you know like the the benders in, in the airbender but uh it's uh it's cool i i did like the like the the subtle like the you know like the the, the variations on what's up george what's up, george um you know, it's like the the water tribe, like you know, like their their hands are like more webbed, and then their tails are thicker for swimming, and you know, like so they they're adapted to the you know their environment a little bit. I, I like that. Uh, George I like that a lot. Couldn't believe it was three hours long. <laughs> uh, I'm waiting for them to show like the the regular people, like like if like these are the forest navi and these are the water navi, like the plains people or something. No, no, no. Like, like like what if there's like just like 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 the Starbucks on that planet? You know, it's like there's just like regular ass dudes like living there. <laughs> you guys have tails. I just <laughs> they, they they colonize themselves. Oh my god. <laughs> Starbucks is the ultimate colonization <laughs> narrative. Bring the pup cup to no, the they're, air. They're, they're gonna fucking like like Navi coffee. Like it's like oh, this actually like fucking cures all disease and fucking like <laughs> yada yada yada. You know like it's like you woke oh, up with cancer. Don't worry, drink some coffee. That was a new thing that they had in this movie that they mentioned like very briefly in the movie, like Fountain of Youth stuff from the whale. Like whale oil is. Yeah. Like fountain of youth stuff, right? Or uh, it doesn't it doesn't de-age you, but it stops. It stops your aging. aging. Yeah, which like, is that would have been actually like I don't know, cool to see. Uh, I because I I, for, I totally forgot that that's what they were doing because I know in the first one it was unobtainium. The, yeah, the mineral, the mineral that that's like you can use it for energy and all this stuff. So and are they just gonna co- they're just gonna come back for a new thing every movie? It's gonna be I like so. yeah. unobtainium. Whale oil next is going to be like, I don't know, like a an herbal mix or something. <laughs> well, I mean, also, it's like the first one, it kind of just expands on, on like what humans are doing on that planet, you know, because like the first one is this whole mining operation, but those whalers apparently were going the whole time. You know? Yeah. And, and it's so. So is yeah. frack is fracking going to be next, probably, you think? Or what? Do you, <laughs> what what's the next horrible thing that humans and especially white people are going to do <laughs> I'm, uh, try- I, I, I'm honestly trying to think like what the big environmental threat for the third one's going to be yeah it, it's I, I, don't, I don't even know and, and then like, also like what is the next uh, adaptation of navi like like you know like where like you're saying fire like are there like volcano fucking navi like do they do they Ooh, <laughs> emissions that's what's going to be if it's going to be like volcano and stuff they're going to find a way to harness like the volcanic energy to like Put out more of a carbon 
dioxide like emission or something. <laughs> yeah, gonna yeah, or it's gonna be like, like this will actually clean up all the air in five minutes on Earth. You know, like we gotta kill all these people to get it. <laughs> <laughs> we have to destroy this planet to save our own. Yeah, oh. Mick says it's gonna incorporate fire. Yeah, that's what I that's what I read too. I think I read it on your site, Mick. <laughs> uh, Justin, what um what did you rate this? I think I think it's a solid four. I mean, I, I, it's beautiful. Go see it in the theaters. Go see it in three D. Um, I mean, I I think, I think I'm, I'm gonna like this one much more than the first one for the long the long haul. But yeah, I think it's four. Yeah, I think it's gonna have a lot more rewatchability as well. I agree. Um, but uh, speak, speaking about the anti-aging thing, I did really, I did really like that as like a plot device or whatever. Um, there's a book I read uh, called the uh, the Postmortal, where like the humans discover how to stop aging and what happens after that. And and yeah, I, I agree with my guys. Like I think that'd just be a really interesting thing to see, like on Earth. Like you see these like. Nosferatu looking like old white dudes freaking because they're going to be the only ones who can afford it, right? Like This has all been leading towards James Cameron being like, I want to make Nosferatu. <laughs> Forget the Northman guy, I want to make Nosferatu. <laughs> just the... For sure. yeah, that's what I just said, Mick. People are making fun that he's making Avatar and incorporating all elements. But, I mean, we'll like, see. That'd be yeah. a twist. <laughs> So, you know, it, it, it's cool because, like, he's he, he, the, the overarching story is like, you know, hey, like, we, 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 the people of Earth are actually the Navi. Like, we could have been them, and instead we're this. And, and so, like, that he's taking a whole movie to to like show every element. Yeah, I guess it's kind of like sequential, and and then yada yada yada. But like, also, it's like, hey, man, fucking, we could be this connected to our planet. We're just not. <laughs> we chose not to be. Uh, Justin, what comic books have you been reading? Uh, I just read The Canary, which is a comicsology, um, like original. Um, I really liked it. It's based in Utah. It's like a Western. Um, but with a little bit of a twist, not really a surprising twist, but it's um, like people are starting to be act like strangely. Like the, the start of the comic book, I won't spoil it, but like it starts with a murder, right? The first panel is just the a U.S. marshal, like, looks exactly, um, to me, it looks like Clint Eastwood, right? So they're taking it right out of, like, the Western style of Clint Eastwood's face, but <laughs> um, him investigating a murder, um, and it kind of just leads down a path of, like, hey, it all comes back to a canary mine. It's called a mine called Canary, and there's different waterways that work back to it, and it seems like people that are around those waterways are starting to act Kind of terribly, like it, the lady was murdered by a child, right? It's the first page, so it's not spoilers. Like it, and just how people are starting to change and be kind of turning into monsters, and it has a very reptilian um, kind of angle because it, it hints at um, different like snakes and gila monsters and things like that, and how that it feels like they're trying to protect it, or maybe they're kind of related. So I don't know if there's reptile people coming, but it feels like that's kind of what they're leading to. But what's, what's I don't know. First issue is fun. Canary. What's the name again? Canary. Uh, Canary. Okay. I, I read the uh, first trade paperback of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and <laughs> I'm digging it. I'm so digging it. And oh, guess, there's a shock. There's yeah. a fucking shocker. <laughs> I was, I, Sorry. Everybody knows I was a Power Ranger fan growing up, but the, the added element of, like, this, it's post uh, Tommy's, um, like, possession by Rita, but the mm -hmm. element of Rita is still inside his head, 
during this transformation, like this PTSD that he's going through, it adds a layer to it. And they have parents like there is actual layers to the comic book than there was in the show. Like the parents get threatened, like, you know, you'd expect it. Just just seeing Tommy deal with the PTSD and trying to get Rita's uh, like out of his head. And it's just it. I find it very fascinating. I'm halfway through the volume two and I'm I'm digging it. It's better than it's like we said with the Power Rangers movie. This movie was better than a Power Rangers movie should ever be. And this comic book is better than anything Power Rangers I've seen thus far. Cool. I love that element. Like he's still yeah, like that, that's cool too. And that's like what's really missing from a lot of the Power Rangers stuff is like what makes these like what makes them actually people? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, okay, you get called up to do this great thing and you got to like trek across the universe, but it's like, yeah, but you're also still people, right? <laughs> like, um, you know, and that's why I think everyone was so in love with that little short that came up like a couple years ago where like all the Power Rangers are fucked up and, and you know, like the Black Rangers like doing coke off hookers' asses and stuff and and, and, and it's all like crazy, you know, they're like, oh, okay, like, so they're people. Okay, awesome. Like, I, th I think that's like what they're missing in, in a lot of the Power Rangers stuff, you know, just like being advertised, you know, being four kids. Yeah, well, to... <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a half hour show meant for kids. It's like, it's not going <laughs> to delve too deep into psychological stuff too much. I mean, there are kids shows that do that, but Power Rangers is like, nah. let's have fun, let's yeah. sell toys, <laughs> let's borrow as much Japanese footage as we can. Yes. And so, like, yes, how do we... Sorry. Oh no! Go ahead, Justin. It would be fun if the boys just did like a split spinoff episode of just their version of the like the Power Rangers and just like, what <laughs> oh that yeah, would look like <laughs> that would be great. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But that's and actually another what... thing. Oh. I was gonna say another thing in the show that they did is like right after he was done being bad, they just all accepted him as good. But in the comic book, they're all very apprehensive, like. Mm -hmm. what what's happening why is this guy suddenly working with us like two hours ago he was trying to kill us like what changed and they're going through that as well as a team like trying to figure out if they can even trust him and then you know finding out Rita's still in his head it adds some interesting dynamics that uh that was definitely not on the show you reading anything fun max uh no i have i have not been into like much comics right now um i'm yeah, doing the whole family man thing. Like, I, <laughs> I get like two hours, and most of that is occupied by Overwatch. <laughs> so I've not read anything new recently. No. Overwatch two? How is it so far? I'm loving it. I I'm back in it. I there are there are some problems with the game, but it's mostly like the game itself is fine. It's still Overwatch. You know, I I enjoy like all the different maps and all the different. Uh, the new characters are fun, um, but uh, the, the problem is like they went away from the loot box. Uh, they went free to play, so that's awesome. Everyone can play Overwatch too. But uh, they they don't do loot boxes anymore. They do this battle pass thing. You pay ten bucks. It's like ten bucks every three months or every like two months and some change. And see, it, it ends up being sixty dollars in a year if you're just getting the battle pass. Um, but then like, you know, you earn skins as you go up to, you know, like uh, you earn like eight skins and, uh, but you have to buy all the other skins that they come up with, but the pricing on the other skins is ridiculous. It is absolutely brutal. 
and it, it, it's like it, the the money you can earn just from playing the game. It'll take you like a year and a half to earn enough money to buy a skin with. <laughs> so that kind of sucks, and and they really do need to revamp that. But they got me with one of them. I was like, crap, I gotta I gotta get this skin. Like, <laughs> and it's like you know if it's characters that I don't play, like they you know like I don't really have an issue. Like I'm like, oh, all right, that's a cool skin, but like I don't need it. But uh, yeah, when they when they hit a character that I play and it's a super sweet skin, like I'm in trouble because. It's it's twenty dollars for a skin, and 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 like if you think about if you, you know if you're buying the battle pass every time, that's sixty dollars in a year, which is what you'd pay for the game. But then like you buy two skins, you're at a hundred dollars you spent, you know, and and just like that, like it. So it's it's a bit troublesome in that aspect, and I really wish they would, you know, if you play so much. You are like giving your time to this, and and you are making you know like you are giving them something in in having the community. So like I don't know, I feel like you should earn more mm. just from playing the game, and and you know maybe make the little prices, or or if they bring down the prices so that the stuff that you're earning can actually buy you stuff. Sure. Yeah. Um, it's uh you know like that's the main problem with the game is is, is that you know, like they are they are in full cash grab mode, and you know, like they they are worried. That they're not going to hit their quotas, you know, like because like, well, if we're not selling the game for sixty bucks, like, what are we going to do? Um, and and also, Blizzard has had a lot of trouble recently um, as a company; <laughs> they've had a lot of issues. So you you see that reflected in the pricing, and and that's the worst part of the game. Well, I think the pricing is reflective of the kids' parents who keep paying for this crap. Oh, I mean, like, like they got me. It's not even the kids' parents. It's like, it's <laughs> uh, Mike, you reading or playing anything right now? Um, yeah, I've been rereading some graphic novels here and there. Uh, I was rereading this not this book I got last Christmas actually called All of the Marvels, which is try. It's this guy who's actually trying to lay out an actual chronological history of the Marvel universe. Like and and really and, oh, yeah, yeah it's it's a challenge because he's really kind of considering like okay what is considered canon what isn't you know because comics get reset or retconned like every few years or so so it's actually interesting to see him like try to parse out like what elements of each team or each character he's trying to consider like canon as it were it's a, it's a really interesting read about like the comics industry overall and like the ever changing trends and history of marvel especially so i was rereading that for some reason i was very masochistic last week and watched like each day i watched the different transformers movie i don't know why there's only two there's only two that i consider like actually okay bumblebee is actually like a legit good movie it's not like shakespeare or anything but it's actually like a movie that has you know heart and character and gets you invested in the characters. I agree. Um, and then the first one, just because it's not as annoying as the other, what, five that come after it. Like, all, all the character traits that I hate in the other Transformers movies are downplayed in the first one. Like, Shia LaBeouf, he's doing annoying shit, but he isn't no, 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 as no, no, annoying no, no, as he gets. No, 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 no. Yeah, he doesn't get to that point quite, <laughs> quite soon enough. Like, John Turturro is fine in the first one he's not again annoying the, the parents aren't annoying at that point or as annoying as they get like everything but i can definitely be like 
this is so stupid. I, why am I watching this? I'm just like, I just need something dumb on my TV, apparently. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, as as a Buckeye fan, I, I kind of understand like needing <laughs> to needing to uh, just kind of like make turn your brain into mush a little bit and just kind of like not feel anything anymore. I I I one hundred percent. Well, I, I think that's what it was. It was like my brain was like a was like listen in December. You watched a lot of depressing stuff. Like I watched the Banshees of Inishirin and all all these movies that are about like mortality and just feed into my anxiety about that. They're good. They're good movies. Like I like Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. That's a beautiful movie. But at the very end of it, it's like, yeah, we're all dust in the end. I'm like, Jesus. So I just needed to see something stupid yeah. <laughs> in the new year. I'm like, let's watch stupid stuff in the new year. And the Transformers movies, I don't know why. I was, I was, I mean, I was laughing at how dumb they were i wasn't laughing at any of the actual jokes but i was just like <laughs> tj miller got turned into an iron statue that's hilarious because fuck that guy <laughs> <laughs> for sure i mean like the first transformers movie there was that 10 seconds where optimus is fighting that decepticon underneath the overpass and it is freaking sweet i was like this is transformers but he also is like Oops, sorry, my bad. <laughs> and like the Transformers, they're like demolishing this poor kid's house and they're supposed to be like these ultimate stealth warriors and he's like, Autobots, fall back. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's it's terrible. Like, there, there are not many redeeming qualities, if, if any at all, to the Transformers movies. And like, I'm hoping Michael Bay never gets work. Like, no offense, Michael Bay, you just make shit movies. I, apparently that ambulance movie is just tons of fun. Like I, I don't mind seeing dumb action for dumb action's sake, and I'll, I'll say like it, the dumb action is on full display in the first Transformers movie really well. And then after that, I just kind of lose lost interest in any other action spectacles because it's just like what can we amp up more and more? Like the more creative control Michael Bay got in these movies, the less engaged I got. Like the first one <laughs> definitely felt like a collaboration of people. I don't know if you could call it creative control. It, I mean, I'll, I'll give it this. It is control. control. I don't know about creative. It takes, it takes he, he, he's clearly a commercial director. Like, he shoots for spectacle, and it works for the most part in most of his movies. It's when you let him have too much of that that it gets on your nerves or it gets grating. Like, if he's balanced out with, you know, some other elements in the production, it's fine. But, like... The second Transformers movie happened during the writer's strike. So he had a little bit more leeway to just be like, fuck it, I'm putting all this other stuff in. And so that's why it, you got stuff like the racist twin robots, probably. Oh or uh, uh, a lot of not-so-flattering stereotypes elsewhere. And uh, okay, what's, her what's her name turns into... A robot, or turns into a Decepticon, and it's like really gross and weird that she has like a flailing metal tongue or something. It's like, tell us how you really feel about women, Michael. Was it uh, was it the second or the third one that had the giant wrecking balls? That was the second one. Yeah. That was uh, what's his name, uh, Devastator, Devastator or something. Yeah, a, a, a poor like John Turturro's like I'm directly beneath enemy scrotum. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then you have Jetfire, who's like this old Transformer who farts out a parachute. Because, get it, old people fart a lot. Right. Yeah, no, that's funny. That's, <laughs> I know, I've seen, 
I've seen Transformers one. I've seen two. I've seen parts of three. Um, three is hilarious. Three is hilarious because they try to make McDreamy from Grey's Anatomy a villain, and that's just ador <laughs> that's adorable. I remember three. I remember three. The parts I saw were slightly better than two. I saw parts of four. It was practically unwatchable, and then I, I fell asleep. Why again? Four, four has some elements that are okay. Like I don't mind Mark Wahlberg being the lead because Mark Wahlberg, I, I know our favorite person, Mark Wahlberg, because uh, he can play dumb action lead like nobody's business, and that's fine. It's really fucking weird that they gave him this. They give him this subplot where his his daughter, who was what's her name in uh, the Airbender movie, uh, Katara. Katara. Yeah, his daughter is in like. They have to like dedicate five minutes to her and her boyfriend, who's like way older than her. And it's like there's the Romeo and Juliet law here in this state, which means minors can have real. And like, why are we focusing on this? Why yeah. is this a thing in the Transformers movie? Yeah. This is fucking weird. Uh, Michael Bay. Yeah, yeah. Like, what, uh, what is it? Uh, Again, tell us how you really feel about underage relationships, Michael Bay. <laughs> You know, like, I'm, I'm so, yeah, like, there's a lot of just, like, super cringy things. Like, if you spend four seconds thinking about it in, in, in any of these Transformer movies, you're just like, oh, oh, like, why? But again, Bumblebee, totally fine. Like, I'm actually. Michael Bay, was it? Uh, he was, he produced it. Like, oh, okay, he's, but... he's still involved in these movies as a producer, but, you know, that means basically, like, he'll just be like, uh, yeah, take some ideas here. Make sure you pay me. That's it. Like, I'm looking forward to the, what's the new one? Uh, the Rise of the Beasts. Yeah, I, I actually, they caught my eye with that one. And I'm like, okay, like, I'm not a fan of you guys actually advancing the, this Michael Bay Transformers universe. But this looks good. <laughs> or I don't say it's, good, but like, I mean, it's, a it's essentially a reset. Because, like, I think it takes place in the 90s. And, like, at this point, Optimus Prime and all of them are on Earth. Like... I, I, I do remember watching Beast Wars when I was younger, so and liking Beast Wars. So I'm curious. Beast Wars is actually what got me into Transformers. Um, the the '80s cartoons. Uh, you know, like I, I knew the idea of Transformers. I definitely played. I had a neighbor who had like all of the freaking toys, and that was awesome. You know, like the old school metal ones. Like, mm -hmm. um, but uh, the show. I didn't really watch that much. Beast Wars, I watched that like religiously, and mm -hmm. I watched it like again as an adult. Um, it holds up. It, yeah, it, it, like the the animation is, is kind of mad just because like they're in that like yeah. Kinda... Well, it's the same studio that did reboot, so right, right. So yeah, it doesn't doesn't hold up the greatest, but like I I really dig it. Um, I, I, obviously, yeah. So they, when they, they're like, we're gonna go Beast Wars. I'm like, okay, you, I'm down. I'm very reluctantly down, but I, I want it to be good. Um, also, actually, Magic the Gathering just uh, put out a, a bunch of Transformers themed <laughs> cards. Mm -hmm. um, but I think they mishandled it. <laughs> it's like nobody can can do Transformers right. Um, so. They release this set, and you can get extra cards in it that are Transformers cards, but the, the Transformers cards aren't playable in the standard or anything like that. They're not really playable in a lot of formats. Um, so I was uh, 
I was surprised when they released them in like the regular packs and stuff like that. They really should have just made it its own thing, like they did with Warhammer 40k, um, like they're gonna do with Lord of the Rings. Um, so I was a little disappointed in that. But like you can get a magic card that's freaking Megatron and he transforms into a tank, and it's awesome. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I, I have a feeling you're gonna see more of that now that Hasbro owns. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're, they're oh yeah. Together to me, there's just too much stuff coming out. Too. Fast. Yeah. No. It's 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 for the they they are definitely kind of just like fracking <laughs> the, the the magic industry. Um. They're 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 in full cash grab and and they're not doing it well. Um. It's it, like again they could release these other sets and like I love magic. The Gathering. I love its play style and the rules. I think the game is fun. I, I you know, like me personally being a sci-fi guy, I like the other stuff that they're doing, but I understand that you know, like magic was made for D and D players. It was made mm -hmm. as a fantasy thing, and they're losing their 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 core, they're they're kind of betraying their core people with this stuff. But I I mean like I'm down. Like, if you if you want to make an extra Transformers set that's that's not within Magic, but has the Magic rules, I'm down. Like, I love that. But you know, like, I also understand, like, you know, hey, like, there's guys who want to like have orcs fight elves and and do these things. <laughs> like, it's it's so yeah. Like, they're not handling it well. It's 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 definitely all cash grabby. But I'm. I'm 100% for the G.I. Joe style magic. Like, like, give me that. <laughs> Coming, man. Snake Eyes is just is like, gonna be on that card. <laughs> Snake Eyes is just near invincible at that point or something. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, I and I love ninjas. I love ninjas and magic. I, 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 I'm a huge fan of the Kamigawa sets. Uh, so there are ninjas and magic. There's there's a baseline for you to get Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow in there. Let's go. <laughs> Speaking of toys, how weird is it that I would be so excited to see a Barbie movie? Like, did anyone <laughs> see that trailer? Yes. Yeah, dude, it looks awesome. <laughs> like, that's so weird. Like, if you were to go back in time and tell, like, eight-year-old me, like, you're going to be excited to see a live-action Barbie movie, like, unironically. <laughs> like, it won't be, like... <laughs> that's stupid. Like this looks glorious for some reason to me. And I don't know why. Corresponding with the Barbie movie, we're getting Barbie Magic the Gathering cards very, very soon. <laughs> <laughs> you can play as Trucker uh, oh, Ken. Malibu fucking Ken. <laughs> when Power Rangers hit Magic the Gathering, Max, let me know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's um. Hopefully, you know, again, like I, I like that stuff, and, but they need to do it correctly. Like, they don't need to release it as their normal sets, they don't need to release them as anything, you know, like within the, the main canon of magic or whatever. Like, but I'm so down for this extra stuff. I saw <laughs> the cooler toys were in the 70s. Okay, the cooler toys yeah, in the 70s were all Barbie dolls. No, the 80s, the 80s has it for coolest toys. Like they had the most synergy with with the uh, television and the, the the coolest toys. They're they're like a little bit dangerous, you know. Like some of them, some of them had lead paint, you know. Like whatever. <laughs> Reagan years, man. <laughs> we survived. Yeah, like we're fine. We're fine. Like look at us. 
All right, everybody. I'm going to go ahead and wrap us up there. I want to thank everybody from tuning in. Hit that subscribe, hit that like button, and hit that bell. And I also want to plug VGMX Nerd Auto Nerd the Nerd Emporium. Emporium. Thank you. Go to their YouTube page. I got so mad at Max yesterday because I thought he was the one doing the editing for that channel. I can't wait. I'm like, what the hell, man? Like, you can do this style editing no. and you haven't told any of us, <laughs> no. but it was not him. I... No, I'm just the talent. Again, like, like it's, it's the same as here. I'm, I'm just the talent. Like, I don't do any technical work. If you count on me for anything, I'm going to be late and wrong. So please don't. <laughs> yeah, George, lead paint. We just had some kicks for breakfast and it knocked it all out. We were fine. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> we were in fear about Russia, and that made everything all the more patriotic. Come on. You know? Yeah. We're turning back to that. Yeah, we're coming back to that, actually. <laughs> Holy shit. 80s are back, guys. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, getting a little political. The, the Speaker of the House business, I am loving. I, I... Yeah, I mean, it's all done. It's all done yeah. now, dude. Yeah, so. he finally he finally got it after like sixteen votes, I think. Was fifteen. It. it was fifteen, but yeah, it was oh, fifteen. Oh, yeah. Was like, well, no, now now, now it's the scary part because now they're actually going to quote unquote go to work. So right, right, and that's going to be a big waste of time but too. I, so I've been I've been loving it. I I love the <laughs> just the sheer chaos of it. I'm just like, yes, <laughs> I'm down for that. Uh, George, congratulations, man, on going to WOBL Radio. For the perfect 10 we can't Woo! wait to uh hang out uh you guys will still be able to catch the replays at the same time on three geeks and on george's perfect 10 channel so find those and uh check out mike at youtube.com forward slash mike mcgtv shout out Hi. to mick who was in the chat earlier check him out at the scene snobs and all of us we love you we adore you i've got two awesome interviews dropping this week from Two of the actors from Three Pines that Justin and I had a chance to interview. And if you're down for, I'd say, a little slower burn um, mystery TV, it's a really good show. Uh, check it out. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah, they were great. Yes. And uh, we will chat with all of you guys later. Recycle Enjoy your, your Sunday. See you. Yay.